0: All right, if you're a big fan of documentaries, you may have already seen the, I believe it's an Oscar-winning documentary now. It's one of my documentations for Netflix Uh, viewing. It's called My Octopus Teacher. It's fascinating. And after watching that documentary, I have sworn to myself, there's no way I can ever eat another octopus. Uh, Octopuses, crabs, and lobsters have, according to a review commissioned by the UK government, have finally uh, been added to the list of creatures that are sentient beings. And so they will be given new protection under animal welfare laws that are being crafted in the UK right now. What this means is that the octopuses, crabs, lobsters, they are capable of experiencing pain or suffering. Think about what we do to a lobster before we put warm butter on it. Yes, we boil it. And we boil it, alive. There is a growing number of people that say that this is inhumane and we shouldn't be doing it. I'd like to welcome to the show Charlotte Gill, uh, who is a, a restaurateur. Her restaurant in Maine is called Charlotte's Legendary Lobster Pound, and she is hotboxing her lobsters. Anybody who is familiar with hotboxing when it refers to marijuana knows exactly what I'm talking about. If not. Charlotte, welcome to the show. I'm looking forward to uh, your explanation of why you started getting your lobsters stoned.
1: Hello, and thank you for having me. Um, so, Can you hear me okay?
0: I can hear you loud and clear. Um, can you, Charlotte, can you describe um, what hot, hot boxing is for the listenership?
1: Uh, well, what we did in 2018 is we created um, a, a little... A, a little plastic box with a sealing lid. Um, and we, it was large enough to put in one or two lobsters, a few inches of salt water. There was an air compartment above it. So it's a small field container. And into that, uh, what we did is we piped in cannabis smoke through some plastic tubing. So once the water was saturated, the air compartment above the water uh, also became saturated. And within about, oh, four, three and a half to four minutes, we had a completely sedated lobster. Um, they have gills, uh, 12 sets of gills on their undercarriage. And so once we had established that lobsters do indeed have cannabinoid receptors, then the task was how do we get it into their system? And so this was the, the, the best and easiest fashion that we could find. And it was um, profoundly effective. So you'd have an absolutely sedated lobster within just a few minutes of exposure to cannabis smoke with no carryover. So there's not a way that the person can eat the lobster and uh, inadvertently have, a, you know, a, a positive test on, uh, you know, a cannabis test or something like that. From work. How did
0: you figure um, that out? Did you guys eat the lobsters and then do some tests?
1: We actually tested my, uh, my father, who is a Episc- retired Episcopal minister, and so I knew he had never had any exposure to cannabis in his life, and so he was the perfect guinea pig for this. And so what we did is we used the same test that the state of Maine uses when they are trying to, uh, to find if somebody has cannabis in their system, so we figured that would be our, our best go-to. And so what we did is we first tested uh, with small amounts of lobster to see if he you know, was showing any kind of positives and with nothing in his system uh, showing on the test. Then we went into copious amounts of lobster and still nothing. And the thing is, the lobsters are exposed to the cannabis smoke for such a short period of time, it does not build up in their system. They're only exposed to it for about four minutes. Mm-hmm. And a very high dose, for a very short period of time, and then they're cooked at extreme temperatures. But the very, there are many, many cool things about it. But one of the coolest things about it is because the lobster is basically asleep, um, they do not have the stress hormone or they have a very minimal stress hormone. So not only is it better for the lobster, but it's much better for the person who's eating the lobster. Um, so the meat actually has a, a different flavor it is sweeter, it is lighter, it is better. Uh, because it does not have that stress hormone in it, so the lobster wow. is. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's a huge huge thing, and so everything we put into our system, our body has to break it down. What and turns so
0: it's, you it's, on to the idea of maybe uh, it'd be more humane? If indeed you know you suspected, I imagine you'd be going down the path of maybe uh, this is inhumane, and that this lobster's feeling pain as uh, as we boil it alive. You know what 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 led you to that?
1: Well, it's an extremely long story and I'll sum it up as, as quickly as I can. And just in just a, a minute or two, which is just basically since, since the, the beginning of my life, I've been an animal lover. And as a child, what I would do even at seven or growing up here in the state of Maine, as a child, I would gather my allowance money at the end of every week. And at seven or eight years old, I would go across the street to the lobster pier and I would gather as many lobsters and crabs as I could from the lobstermen that were selling them over there, and I would uh, release them back into the ocean. And then as an adult, I was a vet technician for about 15 years, and I've done wildlife rehab my entire life. And then I found myself in my, um, in my 40s having a lobster pound, which is just absolutely kind of the polar opposite of, of where I started out. And the, the little restaurant that I have I'd been here for about a decade and it brings so much happiness to people because they come and they play out in a field. Um, they, they play wiffle ball. They have wonderful food. They listen to great music. They have real conversations and they make memories and all of it was happening at the expense of the lobster. And so I was trying to find a way to make this better because over the past decade of having this restaurant, I see it, you know, I mm-hmm. see that, you know, we've been raised to believe that, Oh, lobsters, they, they don't feel anything. They don't feel pain. How do you see it? And it's just, you You can you visibly see it, so what we generally do with lobsters is we take them and we put them into a pot and we cover it, mm. and we walk away and We have no idea what's really happening in there but if you if you don't cover that pot, you take a look it's it's actually pretty uh it's pretty catastrophic and pretty awful The lobsters you see them they attempt to climb over each other to get out, they stress, mm. they shoot their legs and claws off they mm. um they strategize that to to figure out how to get out of the pot and it, it, it's you it's visible suffering and after doing it for a decade each year you know starting it probably around the sixth year of owning the restaurant when I, I lost a friend of mine who had passed away, I was really looking at you know the sanctity of life and you know how can we how can we do this um, how can we do this to creatures you know and and if we're going, and, and so then I really kind of went the other way with it. And I thought, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll just, I'll, I'll just have an all vegetarian restaurant. I, I won't do this at all. And then I started looking at um, studies on plants. You know, do plants experience stress when you cut them? You know, lettuce or this or that or, or, or trees. And, and so you see it in all spectrums. You see that 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 even you know plants are experiencing stress when we do that. So if you can't take suffering off of the proverbial table altogether. Yeah. then i believe you have an obligation to at least do it as compassionately as possible is uh, this so least- is
0: this new dis- new law this animal wef- welfare action that's planned in the state in the uh, uk which could make its way around the globe uh where they say lobsters and crabs shouldn't be boiled alive is that going to hurt your restaurant because i mean no, even we, if they're stoned to- could that be problematic well-
1: no, I don't think so. And we were the precursor to that. People were not having these conversations at all uh, before we started our work in 2018. Interesting. So in 2018, Yep, it became world news. It was one of the top stories around the world for about two and a half weeks running. It was everywhere. It was even in the Jerusalem Post. It was covered in every, on every continent on the globe Um in, 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 in more publications that I could paper our, our, uh, our parking lot with. And so we got this into, you know, in, into a lot of the thinking. People started looking at things differently. And so, um, no, I, I don't think so at all. And in fact, I think that, again, with, with any type of animal in our, in our food supply or in our food chain, we have an obligation to make uh, the process as compassionate as possible. And the thing is, if lobsters are really considered the least of these, if this type of practice can work on a lobster, it can literally work on anything And I'm not saying, oh, you know, we should create hot boxes for, you know, cows or or pigs or or, or chickens. I'm just saying that the practice can be tailored uh, to each individual industry. It's it's a very simple thing, and it's it's just exposure to this, and it it makes a huge difference. I also disagree with a lot of the practices that are being used when, when now they're saying, okay, so it's a sentient creature, and so... Uh, so you have some other options. So maybe you should stun them, which is mm-hmm. an electrical stunning, in, in, in or you can—they call it splitting, which is basically stabbing it in the head. Yeah, so I've seen opinion, that. That's
0: that's, you, that's macabre. Yeah. That yeah. is just all
1: you've done. That's is, intense. You've done is you've just you've just added a head wound to its list of woes because they have a basal ganglia. They have mm-hmm. a very different setup than we have, and so it just that doesn't make it better. This process indeed does, and we went further with it. So when well, this happened in 2000, oh, go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. Well, Charlotte, I would love to talk about this. I, I could talk about this all day with you. I wish I had more time. I actually, I'm not. I'm near the end of my show, so I've got to wrap it at that. But I, it's fascinating stuff that you've done. And congratulations. That's a huge win.
1: Thank you. We're working on on far greater things. And, all right. Uh, well, maybe we'll have to have, have another conversation.
0: Please do. Charlotte Gill, the restaurateur behind Charlotte's legendary Lobster Pound. All right. We've got to take a quick break, boys.